Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation. I want to show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader need to become that advocate in growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high stake situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. there. Welcome to Leaders with Leverage. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. I'm your host here. And this is a solo episode. I've gotten such great feedback. Um, and it's so funny because I become, when I listen to podcasts of people I don't um, know, I just feel like I get to, to meet them in such an intimate way. And I feel like I know them. So I love that I'm hearing that people are enjoying these solo episodes. And I'd love to hear from you. Uh, So thank you for sharing. Um, I want to talk today about this idea of anchoring. You know, anchoring in negotiation is is who throws out the first number in the negotiation. And traditionally, and I'm going to talk about this with a more expanded view, but traditionally, um, the person that anchors really sets the stage. When you anchor, that's where you're starting the word, the negotiation, the number starts from, right? So whenever, whoever first anchors, that's, you're going to end up around that place. So a lot of experts will go back and forth about whether it's good to anchor or whether you should let the other person anchor. And overall, just generally, I would say that most negotiation experts say, let the other person anchor. And the reason why is because you, they may have a higher number in their mind or, or a better offer than you have in your mind. And you kind of want to see where they come from. So let's just take that. So if that happens to you, you also want to, even if you plan on having them anchor, you want to have in your head what your number is. So that if you if they anchor really low, the best strategy is to quickly get them to re-anchor higher. And you have to be really clear to do this is that you want to practice, um, you know, uh, surprise is an emotion that for whatever reason, research shows that people kind of retreat from, they don't like surprise. So one thing you can do is if you're really clear and, and they anchor really low and you're like, oh my gosh, wow, I didn't realize we were really that far off. I, I have a, a different number in mind and quickly re-anchor uh, to a different to a different place. So letting them anchor first, and people often ask, like, what if they come right back at you and say, I'm not going to give you my number first. I won't say this directly, pr- probably, but um, what, what's your number? You, you can, you either, you practice kind of saying, um, well, I, there's a lot to this. I, let's, let's continue to talk. And if you could give me a range of kind of where this role, uh, what the opportunity is, the whole package and kind of like jo- uh, dance is a little bit of a dance, I will admit, going back and forth. And I usually try to 
oh, it's like, I don't want to say this out loud, right? What if somebody's listening to me and, and they negotiate with me? They'll know my, my uh, tricks. But I'll try to go back and forth and kind of volley it back just to get more information. And, and kind of before I throw out my number, um, at least get it, pull in as much intel about where their head is. And during this, practicing silence is key. But it's tricky, right? Because it feels very uncomfortable in that moment. And we all know that silence is difficult to practice, especially when it feels awkward or triggered or there's emotion involved. So that's anchoring. And you should anchor if, one, you believe that they're going to be a lot lower than you. So you want to anchor it higher. And if you're really clear, if you've done your homework, if you happen to know exactly what you want, it's good for you to anchor because you might, you'll probably, you should anchor higher so that you can get where you want to go. So only if you're clear, do you really want to anchor. Hey there, love this podcast. I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. The more expanded view of anchoring um, relates to professional development in general. I talk to people about how your career, what you want to do in your life, even if it's professionally, whatever that is, if you aren't clear about some of those things that you want to um, set as goals, you will miss opportunities to anchor those ideas to people. And I've talked about this for a long time, but I went to a leadership conference not that long ago, and there was a a woman speaker who was at the C-level, and she talked about this, and I was like, yes, it's true. She said it wasn't until she's been in the level of the role she's in, a C-level for a big company, that she realized that the people that seed or anchor what they want what they want to, how well they want to develop professionally to her, they're the ones that get it. Because when you're clear, whether it's, I want to lead a a bigger group, I want to experience um, overseeing a project. I would love to to sit in on the board meeting and understand what that's like and how people can prepare. I'd love to go to a pre-meeting. Like If there's things that you know that you need to gather experiences for, Seeding those ideas to the senior team, what she was saying was, I see at the level I'm at all these opportunities to participate kind of between the lines of departments. And I see them all the time. So the people that I do, they don't don't put on me to kind of notice you. The people that raise their hands are the ones I'm like, it's easier for me to go, sure, let's let Susie try that because she has shown interest. That anchoring those ideas to these people show I know what I'm, where I'm going. I'm courageous to tell you, and I'm going to do a good job. If you picked somebody you don't know, so you're leaving the onus on those senior people to pick your brain about where you're going, and they don't want to pick your brain about where where you're going. They want you to tell them so it's easier for them. So when you're clear about what you want to do, and a great example for me was, and this is this is absolutely true. I got really clear about wanting to do a TEDx and I started just thinking, I got to just put that out to the universe. I'm just going to happen to mention it. 
No kidding. Less than 24 hours after making that decision, I was talking to my friend Mackenzie and I said, you know, I'm going to do a TEDx. I was kind of trying it out for size, right? Because it felt really awkward for me to say it. Like me, who am I to think I want to do a TEDx? And she goes, oh my gosh, I know so-and-so and so-and-so. They're actually people that put on a TEDx in Denver. Let me introduce you. And guess what? I was meeting with them the next week. So I got really clear about what I wanted to do. And I didn't know if that would go anywhere. It didn't matter if it went anywhere. It helped me practice it by saying it. And you never know what opportunities are around you if you don't just say out of, you know, hey, I've been thinking about this. I'd really like some experience in leading a project that goes across the company. And I'm not saying this has to be to your boss or your boss's boss. It could be to a senior leader. Um in the hallway. It could be you asked to have coffee because you're you're really expanding your network, which I believe you should do. And in those moments, find those opportunities to kind of like seed that or even say, hey, listen, I really want more experience or exposure in this way. If you were I, or what advice would you give me to do that? Or is there somebody you know in the organization that I should know? What a great way to ask for um, a warm introduction. Because you know what happens when somebody gives you a warm introduction, you are able to um, benefit from their relationship because you know how it feels when somebody introduces you, you, if you respect the person that did the introducing, you automatically feel more comfortable with that person because they've kind of... Uh, test drove it for you, if you will. I didn't know how to say that. But so think about those ideas um, when you consider being really clear, be really clear, set bodacious goals. I talked about those impossible lists. What are those things that you want to accomplish and have fun with it? Tell people, you know, this is one thing I really want to do. I know it sounds crazy, but I want to start a podcast. I want to do a TED Talk why not TEDx, TEDx? Um, So when you do that, you're getting yourself that Susie with a microphone in your head. You're telling them, yes, I am good enough that I could do this because you're you're stating it out loud and you're seeding these ideas or they're anchoring these ideas so that people can help you get there. Anchoring is so powerful, and I like to think about it in both ways, in that negotiation, as well as really thinking about anchoring your ideas, anchoring these opportunities to people who need to hear it. And even go as far as when you're going to meet with somebody, think about what exposure do they have? What's something that your talents could be of benefit to them in some way and somehow? So anchor those things to people that even if you don't think it'll go anywhere. It gets you comfortable. It lets people know what you want to do. And it shows them that you have aspirations, that you have passion, and that you're committed to the business. So it's all good PR for you. So that's the the solo episode for today, Leaders with Leverage, is leveraging what you want to do by saying it out loud, anchoring those ideas to others so that you can make them happen. Thanks so much for joining me. I so appreciate you. If there's somebody that needs to hear this to put themselves out there, feel free to share this. I would love it. And I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to message me 
um, tell me what is your, if you want to put it in writing, tell me what your thing is that you want to do that feels a little bit outside of your comfort. And then that is the first time you'll say it out loud and then start anchoring it to others and see that come to fruition. This has been Leaders with Leverage. I'm Susie Tominchuk. If you want to share this episode or this podcast, feel free to subscribe. Love it that way. When the new one drops, you'll know about it. And I appreciate you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development, and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today.